welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, privet, and rahupe. I hope I said that right. It's a new greeting from the Philippines that I'm working on learning so all good anyway our, uh, I'm so happy that you know you're all joining us today because we have an extra amazing guest and it's Julie oh my god Julie please help me pronounce your last name you I had, had it. it and uh, I did I did and, and then I was like oh no I'm like <laughs> No, go ahead. You you just had it. <laughs> just say it. Okay. Uh, Julie Bluen. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I I I do have a struggle uh, a lot of times with last names, so thank you for being so kind and patient about that. I'm a life coach. I wasn't going to do the easy part for you and just uh-huh. pronounce it. That's how I coach my clients. No, you can do it. You can do it. Just do it. <laughs> Even if it feels uncomfortable, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Oh, <laughs> my life awesome. coaching strategy just kicked in there. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And so on that note, I will ask you to tell us more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a certified professional life coach. I'm also a success strategist. I am a three-time best-selling author of three books. So The Attitude of Gratitude, Messages from the Heart, and Live Your Passion. I'm also going to be in a documentary very soon in 2024 called uh, Adversity. It's alongside... um, Jack Kenfield, Dr. Michael Beckwith, um, there's, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of people, <laughs> Jessica Cox. Um, it's about adversity and I'm a motivational speaker. So basically what I do is mm. I help either people or organizations um, just, um, I well, I help people figure out what they're passionate about and just move ahead, move forward and live their dream life. That's what I do for organizations. I help establish a motivated workforce that actually want to be there and work. And it's a win-win situation with the employer and the people actually working there. So that even if they're working a nine to five job, they love what they do and they're very productive. So that's what I do. I love it. That's amazing. That's just um, what we love to learn about on this show. Make change fun and easy because... As I was sharing with you earlier, Julie, we have a community of change makers and our change makers love to not just create change in their own lives, but also in their, uh, in the world through the work that they do. So, you know, when I was thinking about what would be really awesome to talk to you about, and I was especially like, you know, these days for me, I keep hearing about how much stress and anxiety our change makers are having to deal with because my gosh the world is dealing with amazingly complex challenges and because our change makers are in the thick of you know taking those challenges head on they're having to deal with a lot of stress and anxiety so what are you seeing in in your work with clients? Um, what are some of the big challenges that are causing stress and anxiety? Yeah, there's so many different challenges with stress and anxiety, but I'm going to tackle some that are very common. Um, one that I see a lot is um, 
Sorry, there was a little bug. <laughs> we just had a tropical storm here in Costa Rica. So the little the little flies were, uh, were, were coming out and I'm always barefoot. So there's a little bug on my foot. So stress and anxiety is how to manage it is really to stay in the present moment. So we need to be focused mm. and stay here in the present moment. So we can't be focused about the past or focus what may or may not happen in the future. Now, a lot of people are stressed out right now and they have a lot of anxiety because of the situation that the world is in and what's happening around the world, what may or may not happen. Now, a lot of people also uh, fear like they have anxiety with, you know, um, AI, what, what, what's with AI? Mm. AI is gonna replace the workforce, you know, they're gonna come in and take over our jobs. There's a lot of different things that people are worried about. And I always, it always comes back to recenter yourself in the present moment. It's mm. so important because if you're living in the future, you're not here in the present moment. So you're not, oh. when we want to manifest our best life, we need to manifest in the present moment, right here, right now. So we cannot be fearing obstacles that may or may not happen in the future. Now, when we limit what, what we think about, we when we eliminate the fear of what may and may not happen, because oftentimes anxiety comes from the unknown. It comes mm. from stepping outside our comfort zone. It comes from doing something we've never done before. You know, we love to do something that is safe and predictable. But the thing is, if you're a change maker, it means that you need to go where you've never gone before. So you need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and that's not always easy it really isn't and <laughs> I'm a life coach and I always tell people and change makers even life coaches need life coaches in order to step outside our comfort zone and just go for it it does get uncomfortable and um, it's about showing up in the world perfectly and perfect and I lead by example, as you know, today, <laughs> right before this podcast, I reached out to you and I said, we have a tropical storm, like really it was just pouring. And I said, it's about not fearing and not creating added stress for yourself for something yeah. you have no control over. I had no control over the tropical storm. So I'm like, I'm just going to play it out. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. And then we're going to stay in the present moment and we're going to deal with whatever unfolds we're going to let it unfold and look now it's beautiful beautiful sunshine is out and 20 minutes ago it was a tropical storm so it's yes. about really not adding more stress onto ourselves it's about staying in the present moment and it's so important and i know that things get you know um we want to control everything but the only thing that we can control is how we react to situations. So nothing that happens around us matters. Okay. It's how we react to situations. So we need to stay grounded in the present moment and just know that we have all the skills and abilities to figure it out and to succeed. Yes. Ah, you just shared so many amazing insights, but I love this um, approach that you're sharing in terms of being present in the moment. I mean, as a happiness expert, I would say that is indeed probably the number one skill that we need to develop in order to take control of our happiness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes, um, you know, they, like when I work in my work life, I keep pretty flexible too. I, I mean, I've seen all kinds of things happen where, um, uh, I mean, for example, one day our podcast, um, usually we were used to release it on Thursdays. And one fine day, uh, you know, my, my assistant who did all the editing and the uploading of the materials um, was sick and didn't come into work and i was like okay no problem we'll release tomorrow and um i mean i i did before i reached that decision i did think about okay wait do well, she had already done some work i was like can i take what she has done and finish off the rest 
I was like, no, it wasn't at that point where I have the tech abilities to uh, finish what was remaining on her part. Uh, I was like, is there someone else I can ask for help? Um, you know, I couldn't, I, I, I called in um, and uh, like one or two people and I was like, hey, is there someone who can help me with this? But nothing was like working out in a fun and easy way in that context. I was like, okay, I gave it a try. Yeah. Not but looking like it's not going to happen today. Um, and so it's fine. We'll just release tomorrow. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. And I just wanted to say it's so good the way that you responded and reacted to it. It's so important to stay adaptable and just adjust based on whatever comes up. You know, oftentimes uh, change makers have employees that that work with us. But what happens is our employees, sometimes they work and they're they're unmotivated. Okay, after a little mm -hmm. while, they get unmotivated. And um, the thing is, is that what we can do is we can have an open conversation with them, with the employees. And because sometimes they could be sick or absent or um, with to keep employees motivated is we need to figure out what they're passionate about like why are they mm. coming into work why do they want to work with me right yeah. um because i i i have these working you know for me it's the same thing it's people if they if they tell you that the reason that they're working for you is because they need to pay the bills so they need a job to pay for the bills that's not a good enough reason they need to dig deeper as to What's their passion? What are they passionate about? And you have to make your work a fun place and a happy place to go. Yeah. So with um, like in a workplace, I always get managers and CEOs to focus on the employee's strengths, mm -hmm. celebrate their success, focus on their strengths. Please do not nitpick all their weaknesses because you're going to unmotivate them. And a lot of people right now, they have stress and anxiety, so they're unmotivated yeah. to go into work. If they're unmotivated, they're going to call in sick. They're going to be sick often. They're just not going to show up. Or when they're going to show up to work, they're not going to be productive. What you want to do is you want to have like a workforce that is happy, healthy, because if there are those two things, happy and healthy, they're so productive. So, yes. you know, having activities with them, fun things, celebrate their success, um, mindfulness activities, paid breaks, and have the with a lot of change makers, what they're integrating in their business is also um, the work life balance. Yeah, you know, they're having if they have issues with their kids, or, you know, their parents, or they have to take care of someone, they're integrating a work life balance. Yeah, it's okay, you can take two hours during the day if you compensate yeah. those hours at a later time. So it's about being adaptable you know, to the situation of the employee, that way you create a win-win situation for both. So yes. the more that the employee is happy in their workplace, happy and healthy, that's what you want them to do. And when we're talking about happy and healthy, it's mind, body, spirit. It's it's yes. the whole package, it's mindfulness, right? Well, the more mm. productive that they're gonna be. So if you're selling a product or you're offering a service, if your employees are happy, you're gonna, you're gonna have a better service or product to offer. So it's it's yeah. really a win-win situation. And a lot of people think, and I ask them, do you ever create like 
bonding activities with your employees or paid breaks or, you know, create a work-life balance for your employees. And sometimes they'd say, no, like it costs money and, you know, we're all about, uh, you know, the budget and, and cutting those extra expenses that they're not needed. And then I explain the, the return on investment. It's huge if your employees yeah. are happy and healthy. It's just whenever you put something out there, it always comes back to you in increasing measure when people are happy and healthy. So when you're spreading positivity, <laughs> it comes back to you. So it's a return on investment. It's it's huge. It's massive. Yes. Yes. Oh, I know, especially like, you know, I think in America, I've experienced this where there's just so much sense of pressure uh, where, you know, everyone gets caught up in this sort of like mindset of, no matter what, uh, these deadlines have to be met, this work has to be done, no matter what. And I remember when I used to work with a domestic violence sexual assault agency where I was basically one of the crisis counselors on the hotline. I mean, on the one hand, one thing that I really appreciated about our agency was that they, they did uh, what they could to, um, you know, have these kind of positive uh, uh, engagement moments where they would get the staff together and do some um, meaningful activity. We did a lot of, especially my team of crisis counselors, we did a lot of uh, debriefs together because, you know, we needed support. Um, it, I mean, there was a lot of burnout actually mm. on our team. I was one of the exceptions in the sense that I was on the team for a good four years and I could have kept going longer. Uh, like, like I wasn't getting burned out. I just decided to shift my focus away from crisis counseling to doing more ed prevention based education work. Um, but you know, I could have stayed if I wanted to, uh, because, but you know, most of the people on my team didn't last longer than a year um, or so because there's just so much taking on of, of you know the stress and and the vicarious trauma of helping uh, you know victim after victim, survivor after survivor, and uh, so even though the 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 office did some positive um, activities and tried to create a positive environment. In some ways, a lot of my um, companions and uh, colleagues, uh, they were taking on stress in other ways where, you know, if you're trying to help somebody, and I see this with a lot of change makers, is that they take on the burden uh, we have to solve this problem that we're trying to solve for other people, solve in the world. And it's like they take on the responsibilities, like our job to solve this problem. And oftentimes it's out of our control. I don't know if you have any um, further insights on, uh, sh uh, to share with this aspect of the uh, mindset. Yeah, I just wanted to say a lot of change makers also because they're taking on that extra responsibility that does not belong to them a lot will oftentimes have pain in their shoulders, their neck or their back. Okay. So I recommend like massage therapy or car or anything like that. But oftentimes if you feel that, so pain, uh, you it manifests the things that you're taking on if you're if you're taking on extra burdens from other people that you're trying to solve. Look, take a look at your shoulders, your neck, how, because it used to be like that for me all the time is mm. until I realized that you cannot, you cannot help someone that does not want to help themselves as much as you want to help them and you want to show them unless they're ready to accept the help, you cannot help someone that doesn't want to help themselves. So in the workplace where it's a little bit delicate is that we're asked to work under tight deadlines okay yeah. with a heavy workload and the problems yeah. now in the last three years of workload depending on where we are it's quite a little bit more work than it used to be in most 
environments okay yeah and but you're paid them the same salary so it's a lot more stress it creates more stress and anxiety for the employees yeah. right so you you need to you need to be able to perform well under pressure and when i see hiring managers i always let them know the key to hiring is this everyone can exaggerate on their resume their skills competencies okay and same thing take a look at linkedin <laughs> you can hire someone to just give you a really beautiful linkedin profile when you hire someone hire them based on their attitude because you're going to work with this person how what is their willingness to learn something new are they coachable or do they have a positive outlook on life how's their mindset so instead of taking a look at what they can do effectively or based on their prior work experience that's not really relevant anymore maybe it was relevant back in the 90s now our, the workplace is so different that if you want a successful workplace work on the mindset aspect hire yeah. someone based on their attitude what can they offer and are they coachable and that's one of the traits that i have hiring managers look at it's really nice that they have yeah. this great resume but yeah. will they be able to adapt effectively in the workplace and with the workload so take a look at their attitude and that way you'll know if if they're fit you know to work in that in that workplace so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great point that's a great point to have adaptability and to be coachable ah yes because okay so if i can go back to my memories of when i worked at the domestic violence sexual assault agency uh, we actually had um for example part of our um self-care uh, that we were learning uh, over there was uh, you know we had we had to have ongoing training when you're a crisis counselor and you want to maintain your certification you have to have ongoing training and so we had all kinds of uh you know experts and professionals coming in to train us um on all kinds of topics related to our work but a big chunk of them was focusing on well how do you prevent burnout how do you prevent um you know like uh, taking on so vicarious trauma and things like that and i think one of the reasons why i was so successful is because i actually took what i was learning seriously and actually implemented a lot of the tools and the methodologies like i remember one of the most important skills that i learned doing that work that have helped me so much is to sort of work on letting go of my judgmental mindset it was like really difficult in the sense that I mean you're working with people who are being victimized uh, or have survived um different forms of abuse and assault and it's really difficult to sort of um uh sometimes not be judgmental towards the people that we label as perpetrators you know in fact we even had um like um a line that we would like our agency only works with victims and survivors we do not work with perpetrators or other agencies that do that and i remember um i um so i i was i got very used to saying like we would get calls and it, if if it was like a perpetrator or, or we got red flags if we noticed red mm-hmm. flags and we thought there might be a perpetrator we had this line about we don't provide services <laughs> and uh i didn't realize but i took that on as an attitude of like i don't work with perpetrators i don't want to work with perpetrators i don't deal with perpetrators and not just that i don't do it but i didn't realize that i had underlying negative judgment about the perpetrators <laughs> whereas like they're bad they're evil etc etc and then but you know it was definitely impacting my mental health and when i realized that and the you know one of the the 
uh, coaches and therapists who came in who helped me realize that there's like, oh, you have to let go of this kind of judgment because it breeds mm-hmm. anger and, you know, all of that negative emotion. It was not easy, but learning to let go of that kind of judgmental thinking, um, it's been one of the biggest gifts um, that I've received in my life for my mental health and for my happiness. Yeah, I just wanted to say that everything is perception and um, we never know what someone has gone through or was going through to make them, you know, do a specific thing. And there's a lot of change makers in the world right now. They have a very dark past because um, they had to be at their lowest moment in their life to make a change and to become a change maker. So there's some of them that you know have done different things and they're vocal about it and they talk about it and they help people heal now and they've done a 360 but they they explain in detail as to what brought them there so everything is perception and it's really good to not have the barrier and and judge people because we never know what someone is going through right it's always everything is always perception so it's good that you reflected on that as well yeah and you know like for me uh, my point right now also was related to like it's a skill it's a skill that we can learn that then helps us reduce our sense of stress and anxiety and that burden that we take on so to be coachable to have that attitude of you know learning and adaptability and change that's that's a really awesome and amazing um thing for us to cultivate and as you rightly said if we are working with other people if you're in a position of hiring uh in fact we look for that that's amazing yeah and also take a look at how do they react how do they mm. adapt to stress and anxiety because in everyday life i've never met anyone that doesn't have stress and anxiety even yeah. myself you know i do as well and how do i cope with it you know, um, I've had, I was doing one day in Costa Rica, I was living somewhere else and uh, I was doing an interview with a guest and a very busy guest. It's a, it's, it's someone, it's a, a TV show host that uh, interviews a lot of uh, amazing people and he's got like a late night TV show. Anyway, so I was supposed to be interviewing him, but like half an hour before the interview uh, and it was going live. Um, a monkey climbed on the power lines and then the the electricity went out so I just heard boom Um, thankfully my internet I had a battery operated internet so I had the backup battery but I didn't have any light so I had to set up outside very quickly and then just get the uh, the light from outside so because it was a little too dark inside the house and then um, you know they never noticed it I had no electricity, but then I'm looking at my laptop and the battery is going down like this because it's oh. hot in Costa Rica. It's hot year round. So the yeah. hotter it is, the, the less your battery lasts. But it's all about, you know, we all have stress and anxiety. We all do. Mm. It's about how do you react? And yeah. for myself, for a long, long time, I used to be a perfectionist. Oh. Now I'm a Virgo and I had to let go of like being a perfectionist because it would actually hold me back from living my best life. It would hold me back Mm. in my career as a life coach and motivational speaker because I wanted everything to be perfect. But the more you're taking on projects or the more you're doing something you've never done before, it means that you need to step outside of your comfort zone and do something new. If you're doing something new, it's not gonna be perfect, but you need to start somewhere. Now, when I look at videos and interviews and podcasts that I've done like, uh, I don't know, two years ago, I've changed so much and I've evolved so much that sometimes I cringe. I'm like, ah, (laughs) but it's all about changing every single day. The only thing I I tell people is show up Mm. better as the person you were yesterday. That way you're not adding any stress to yourself. You're not, you're not having the added stress. You're not in competition with anyone else. You're only solely in competition with yourself is to show up better than the person you were yesterday and if you consistently do that every single day you're gonna grow 
and evolve so much quickly and you're going to be a lot happier and healthier. Mm. So, and that's, that's what I do. It's, it's all about the attitude. It's about how do you show up in the world? And for me, like, look at today, <laughs> like a couple times I had an ant bite my, my foot, try to bite my foot. Like I'm just, I'm just wiping it off. Like it doesn't matter. Nothing needs to be perfect. It's just be real. Just be authentic. Just show up as the best version of yourself in your environment. I don't have control on the one ant <laughs> that's around my foot. <laughs> you know, um, it's just be you, be authentic, be yeah. real and let go of everything you have no control over. The best book that I ever read was a book back when I was 17 years old. I got that as as a gift and it was called, um, it was by Dr. Richard, I don't remember his last name. It was called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, It's All Small Stuff. Mm. And um, it's such a great book. It's, there's a hundred chapters, but you can just pick daily a chapter and it's just, it's a pocketbook, so it's small. Oh. And uh, you can easily read a chapter within a minute. And uh, it just gives you tips and tricks. And it was the best book that I've ever read with quick tips and tricks. And it's all about letting go of things you have no control over. Just show up as you are and um, try not to be perfect and you know add extra anxiety and stress on yourself and mm -hmm. um yeah that's that's how i show up in the world now and i just feel like everything just flows nicely and i just deal with things that present themselves when they do and it's about letting go and it's about trusting it's about yeah it that that's one of the big lessons that i had to learn in costa rica was about surrender surrender oh. to things you have no control over it was such a huge oh. lesson for me <laughs> and um it was all about the per well in costa rica they have a motto it's called uh pura vida pura vida oh. means pure life so mm. you'll meet someone and then they'll say pura vida and it's all about embodying pure life you know things happen oh. you need to just surrender and let go and yeah live your best life ah oh. isn't costa rica one of the happiest places in the world. I, I say that um, on the basis of uh, there do these like surveys of uh, people all around the world and consistently Costa Rica is one of the places where uh, when you survey them, people are among the happiest. They rate themselves as among the happiest people in the world. I was like, yay! <laughs> Yeah, well, where I'm living, I'm living in the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica. I'm in Santa Teresa. So um, it's it's actually a blue zone. It's considered a blue yeah. zone. Now I'll explain. I'll define what that is. A blue zone, there's five in the world. So there's a place in Sardinia, Italy. There's a place in Greece. There's a place in California, uh, Japan, and Costa Rica, Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica, where mm -hmm. I'm at. Now, Costa Rica is actually the biggest blue zone. Blue zone is where people are actually live to be over a great percentage of the people live to be over 100 years old. OK, they're happy, they're healthy and they don't have any long chronic illness. OK, that mm. keeps them sick for a very long time. Now here, um, there's a couple clinics, but there's no hospitals here and the roads. It, it goes like this. <laughs> it's the ocean is two minutes. It's just down the hill. So um, if you people don't generally need critical care here, um, they're very fit, healthy, happy, and it has to do with the lifestyle here mm. um, and what people eat. People eat um, things directly raw, organic from the, their fruit trees. So fruit and vegetables uh, directly from the trees so they don't cook it. And then um, there's a lot of rice and beans. So everything that's very healthy for you. They also have uh, the mindfulness lifestyle. So a lot of yoga, mindfulness, um, mm. all different types of activities, breath work. Um, there's also three gyms uh, close to where I'm at. So a lot of activities to go within, go within your heart space and let go of stress. I meet people all the time on the beach. People are so gorgeous, uh, beautiful people, both men and women, absolutely beautiful, very healthy, very fit. And uh, it's all about embodying, you know, um, just about because you are what you eat. So, yeah. and it's the same thing with 
the light that you have inside. How do you talk、mm. to yourself? The positive positivity that you have within it reflects on the outside. So when I'm meeting you and I'm saying, "Wow, you look so beautiful and radiant," well, they're not seeing the outside like a beautiful person. They're actually seeing your light, and、yeah. that's what we see in in Costa Rica. Is we, I go to the beach just down here, and I'm like, "Wow, everybody here is just absolutely just radiating positivity, beautiful, like inside and out." And、um, and it's it's about who you are, what you eat, and are people happy here? Absolutely. I mean, you'll encounter some people that are 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 not. It happens in every single country, but I the here in the Nicoya Peninsula, people are very fit and beautiful inside and out, and I, it's not an easy place to be in. It really is not. <laughs> some people last here two weeks. You need to be able to adapt to the very healthy lifestyle. Like the closest、mm. fast food restaurant, there's no McDonald's and Starbucks here where I'm at. The closest one I think is a four and a half hour drive in San Jose, <laughs> San Jose, Costa Rica, where the airport is. But it's a very different lifestyle. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like、uh, for sure, the environment, the lifestyle that we lead, the attitudes that we have, these all、um, help us. To have more or less anxiety in our lives, because ultimately the anxiety or stress, to the extent that we feel it, it is a result of how we think and feel. I mean, and act. So, and what we believe. So,、uh, you know, th- that is what results in the feelings that we experience, like the stress and the anxiety. So, ah, that makes sense. I just wanted it, to add、yeah. a quote. So there's a really famous quote from Jim Rohn. He's a very famous motivational speaker, amazing guy.、Mm-hmm. He's written so many books. He says, "You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with." So if you want to be happy, healthy, positive, what you need to do is you need to change your surroundings. Now, it means that every single day you need to connect with five people, okay, that are happy, healthy, abundant,、mm-hmm. whatever you want to embody. Okay, so if you want to be, if you want to be whatever things you want to embody, you need to surround yourself with those people in your life. Now, you want to be very selective with the five people you're the closest to in your life. Now, it doesn't need to be close friends that you see every single day. So it could be someone that lives out in、um, Mexico, the UK, Australia, anywhere in the world. But you need to、uh, speak to them or take a look at their.、Um, if they're a life coach, take a look at their content online, their videos. Really connect with their energy on a daily basis.、Yeah. Or if they're not posting anything that day, just revisit older videos. Make sure you connect with them every single day. Now, let's just say you have teenagers at home that are、um, going through a rough time, so they might not be.、Um, Very happy <laughs> all the time because of the hormones and what they're going through. So what you want to make sure is you want to spend more time with、um, consuming content of the people that are embodying what who you want to become. Now our mind does not see the difference between what's in our real environment and what's、uh, like online. So we want、wow. to make sure we surround ourselves with, with that. Now we can limit boundaries with teenagers, for instance, is. Um, when, when I used to like, I used to manage a team of 14 people, and I used to do meetings、um, all the time. And、um, I would always say, if you identify a problem, come up with the solution. Okay, <laughs> like the meetings were not about complaining. Okay, about、yeah. things that don't work in the in in the workplace. It was about、mm. identifying the problem, come up with the solution, and then together we'll we'll focus on solutions. It was always about being creative. So if you have Um, you know,、uh, teenagers that are are not happy about different things. You just reframe what they're saying with a positive mindset, or they're identifying something. You just reframe it. Okay, so what is the solution? What do you propose? How can we resolve this issue? How can we change it? And you give them a lot of flexibility to not walk around the world with a negative and and, and fixed mindset. It's Okay, you've identified something. You've identified a need. Great, amazing. Thank you for identifying that. Now, what's the solution? So you、yeah. just reframe everything with a positive mindset. That way, your your whole surrounding, even your family that can potentially be negative, 
you just you just reframe it so everyone does become positive but you want to make sure you surround yourself with five people that uh yeah that that you want to that you want to become so if you want to become healthy then you want to surround yourself with healthy people if you want to be uh you know a millionaire well you you surround yourself with uh, you know millionaires um whatever you want to embody or become you want to make sure that you surround yourself with people like that so you can learn from them yeah that's an excellent point and you know when you were talking about um the teenagers and reframing things for them asking them okay what's the solution it made me think about uh you know so uh, uh you know like going back to that value of adaptability uh for ourselves also because one thing that i noticed because uh, i used to do a lot of work with teens also as a volunteer at my mosque here in los angeles and one thing that i noticed is that if you give the young people that opportunity to think about solutions and uh, come up with ideas they they will take that on and they will come up with solutions and ideas and then the problem that we ran into was that the adults would often not um like the ideas they came up with they were like too wild or radical for the adults um uh you know and and so then it started like on the one hand uh i you know there were some of us who were like yes empower the the students to think for themselves to be creative etcetera etcetera and on the other hand we were dealing with these opposing forces as it were oftentimes their own parents who were not on board with the solutions and the creative ideas that the the young people came up with for what they wanted to do with their lives and how they wanted to um you know do things differently and um i know this is like a tension that might arise in the workplace also where you know um on the one hand uh, so i mean i i would just uh caution or just not caution but whoever is in uh, in in those positions um uh you know whether your manager or the boss you know it's like uh just be mindful Uh, like what are you asking your employees to do and then actually be willing to give them that space and flexibility to do what they would love to do that's so good and i just wanted to add something about um you said about young people um it's about giving them responsibilities you know to make decisions and to make a change in the world that way they won't complain about something they'll bring up the solution and they'll want to change it um with my son growing up i used to always give them two choices okay this is option a option b which one do you want to do and it was he even at 4 years old 3 years old he would he would never say no cuz i i never gave him the opportunity i i didn't give him orders okay i didn't say oh go take go take your bath go take your shower or go brush your teeth cuz it was it was always it would be no cuz kids don't want to do that right so i would say okay do you want to brush your teeth first or take a bath like which one i would give him a choice between the two things so i didn't give him an option to to say no and it wasn't about telling people what to do because that's not very telling people what to do is not very effective it's about giving them responsibility it doesn't matter if they're 3 years old 17 years old give them responsibilities if they're bringing up issues that need to be resolved come up with a solution too So and um one thing I want to say I've been a life coach for over 20 years here in Costa Rica I met uh, a great life coach his name is Ari he's in uh Costa Rica right now and he's 20 years old so he's been traveling around the world um and he's already coached I think thousands of people and he's just traveling around the world and living his best life so I actually landed on some of his TikToks. He's got over 250,000 followers on TikTok and I saw him and I'm like, hey. <laughs> and then he recognized me and I recognized him too. And then uh, I just started talking to him. So, uh he's 20 years old and age does not um matter when it comes to 
change makers. So it doesn't yeah. matter how many years of experience that you have yeah. uh, for the most part is what does your attitude look like? Mm. What's your willingness to learn? How open are you to embody new, th try new things, step outside your comfort zone? Like he's 20 years old, he's traveling the world and coaching people how to live their best life. So uh, if he can do it, anyone else can, right? And it's it goes back to what I said a while ago about when you're a hiring manager, hire someone based not on age, not on their qualifications, not on their long resume, interview them, get to know what's inside their heart, what's inside yeah. their head. And um, that way you'll know whether or not they fit nicely with your environment. Yeah. So, because a lot of people are unmotivated and a lot of people have yeah. to deal with stress, anxiety, and they have mindset yeah. issues. So, so we need to change the way we do things. We need to embody yeah. just different ways of doing. And it's all about going within and do the same thing mm. with, with your employees. So um, yeah. yeah, let go of the notion that, you know, young people cannot be important in your company or, and be cha effective change makers. They can, young people can. And like older people too, they have so many different things to, to bring to the table. So it's really important and I feel that it's important to have a diverse workforce with, yeah. as far as attitude, what do they bring? What added value can they bring mm. to the team? It's, yeah. I just feel like it's so essential to just let go of, of on paper, you know, how yeah. good they look on paper and their qualifications. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we need to go deeper and, and figure out what's, what's within, go within. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, sometimes I forget, like I take for granted my own attitude now in terms of, I made a commitment to prioritize my happiness and inner peace in life. And so everything that I do, uh, I evaluate through that perspective. Is it helping me live with more happiness and inner peace? If it's not, how can I create some change around this or that in my life so that it is contributing to more inner peace and happiness for me? And this has just become such a strong value for me and such a like um, integral aspect of how my entire mind um, and life orientation is. But sometimes I forget that that is not how other people think about things. Um, and every so often, you know, I'll be talking to somebody about these issues of well, how do you make change when it's easy and how to be happy. And I realize, oh, one of the obstacles in their way is that they don't actually prioritize happiness in their lives. Uh, uh, like they have other values that they're prioritizing and like, you know, what you focus on expands. So if you want to be more healthy, you want to be more happy, you have to choose to prioritize <laughs> your health and happiness. Yeah. It's so important and a lot of people think that it's time consuming to or it costs a lot of money to prioritize your happiness and your health. But I let people know is that if you don't have your health, you have nothing else. So it, it's so important to prioritize that. And what I want to say is um, here in Costa Rica, I'm we're so close to the equator which means we're about eight to 12 degrees north of the equator, which means that we get a lot of sun, but which means we never change the time here. <laughs> the time ah. never changes. We don't we don't switch to Eastern daylight time or standard time. So we never change it, it stays the same. But the sunrise and the sunset is always the same time every single day. So it's like 5.36 a.m. the sunrise and the sunset is 5.36 p.m. So we actually have 12 hours of light and 12 hours of darkness which means that um you know we get a lot of sleep and a lot of rest but the thing is is that people need to remember is we ha have everyone has the same amount of hours in a day we have the same amount of you know the 24 hours it's what do you do with those 24 hours like i'm up really early i'm up at like 4 30 in the morning <laughs> and i go to bed early as well um it's really important to get high quality sleep 
I'm up really early and before I start my work day, I need to have a morning routine because how you start your day will highlight how your day's gonna go. I do not like to be rushed. I like to have my morning routine. That's very empowering. But everyone has the same the same number of hours in a day. So I prioritize, you know, my happiness and my health and working out is so important for me. So and eating healthy as well, making healthy meals. So it's it's all about, you know, we need to value things that are important because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And same thing with happiness. You know, if if you know you're depressed or you know, like you need to get to um, the core issue, what is creating that and resolve that issue so that you're, you know, everything can unfold and everything can flow. You know, it, it, there's people out there that can be millionaires and have their dream job. But if they're not happy, you know, uh, the money or the dream job is not going to be fulfilling for them. So they need to be going down to the core issue as what is causing that, right? And just be happy and healthy. That's that's the most important two things. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Julie. I'm having so much fun talking with you and you just keep raising such amazing points. Oh, but I'm also keeping an eye on the clock for both of us. Uh, and uh, we have to wrap up for today. Do you have any last thoughts you want to share? I just want to say that we need to be ourselves. And again, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, it's all small stuff. And stay grounded in the present moment, not in the future of what may or may not happen. We are in full control of how we react to situations when they occur. So we need to limit added stress we put on our own shoulders, you know, we just we need to let things unfold and be ourselves and all we're asked to do is show up show mm. up in the world and i do videos all the time and i i just i show up on video um looking as i am like i'm not gonna go to extra lengths to to you know when i have a video to do to to do my hair or uh to put on makeup like i had a really heartfelt message to put out to the world the other day i mean i had no makeup on it's just how i was at that day and it's just it's important to show up as yourself and not creating added stress or anxiety you know it's it's so important nowadays to be authentic and real and let go of everything else that doesn't serve your highest potential just be you just be authentic and real that's it oh that's amazing thank you so much for that julie and my last reminder to our listeners is please make sure you check the show notes because i will be dropping julie's links in the show notes so you can connect with her and learn more from her and get support from her whenever you need it and whenever you're ready for it so until we connect next time i just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy <laughs>